are rolling into episode four of the Saturday School podcast, a show for educational leaders and really anyone and everyone trying to do great things in education. On this episode, Cindy and I are doing a throwback to something that we used to do in professional development, tech karaoke. Hey, Cindy. Hey, Julie. Yeah, do you want to tell people about it? We do, absolutely. Who doesn't like some good karaoke? And I think that you should all be thankful that we are doing tech karaoke, not the other kind of karaoke we're saying. <laughs> um, totally agree. <laughs> there would be a lot of outtakes with that one. <laughs> all right, everybody, the idea of tech karaoke is to share different tech tools in a quick attention grabbing way to generate excitement for something new to use in your classroom. So technology, just, just that idea that let's get in there, let's share some fun tools that you've seen or used and find our energy and take that enthusiasm to the classroom. We definitely stole this idea, but we can't quite remember where from. Um, we'd like to say we invented tech karaoke, but it wasn't us. Can't quite remember you know, a conference or another person where we got this from, but it's a fun way to go through quite a bit. And we've got our list of tools here today. Julie and I did start working together in tech integration. That was our background. And with that, we presented at iTech and the Iowa one-to-one conference a couple of times in a few other places. Yeah. I think that was something that we learned early on because there are so many different tech tools that we thought, oh my gosh, I can't be an expert in all of these things. And really you don't have to be an expert in any, any of them. You just have to be able to be curious and learn about them and see how other people work with them let the kids play around with them, uh, have fun. Absolutely. And I love that point of have fun, you know, technology, hopefully is something that it, as I said before, it enhances what you're doing and it can bring students into a lesson or into some learning that they otherwise may not have been too enthusiastic about. And these tools that we're going to share about here today are definitely some examples of how you can do that. So we'll go through our our tools briefly. Hopefully you can take a few ideas of how to use them away with you or get some inspiration from trying something out in your classroom or with your group in professional development after listening to this one. Jolie, from there, I'll let you go ahead and get us started with tech karaoke. Yeah, let's go. Okay. So my first one is I'm kind of cheating and putting three tools in one, but it is a Google Slides template, a slidesgo.com, slidescarnival.com, and slidesmania.com. And when, you know, we were doing presentations for professional development or conferences, they had beautiful templates that you could use either as PowerPoint or Google Slides, but you could edit them and use them however you want, but they are gorgeous and they kind of give you a framework for your presentation. Absolutely. I love that one. Um, the one I'll jump to next right away is Flipgrid. Flipgrid can be a great tool for anything from introductions with students to feedback from students to you as a teacher. It's quick and easy, I would say. We used it at the beginning of this school year for our teachers to introduce themselves to remote learners so that their remote learners could see their faces and hear their voices. At the same time, our teachers still use it for that feedback tool. If they want students to listen to something, to read something, try, try out an experiment and give them some quick feedback. So Flipgrid is great for any of those. And my next one is Screencastify. My school actually has a paid version of it, but there is a free version of it that has a limited time frame, but it's a Chrome extension. 
extension. Click the Screencastify icon. It will ask you for permission to use your camera and your microphone. It records after a countdown and then once you stop recording it automatically saves as a Google Drive file so it's really easy to share out with other people and my teachers have loved using that Screencastify. I really like how user-friendly Screencastify is as well. Zoom and Google Meet, we are, we use, Jolie and I use Zoom to stay connected and, and work together. Zoom is something that many of our teachers use with their remote learners and we use to run plenty of meetings. I really like the breakout rooms in Zoom. So I also feel that Zoom is, it, it works smoothly. You, you create that link but then you put it there and it opens up easily, moves from one thing to another. You've got the reactions, which are really slick to have, especially in a big group meeting. Google Meet, what I like about Google Meet, because I'm kind of cheating on this one of mine too, and pairing those together because they both got, got great advantages about them. Google Meet links so well from a calendar, links so well. You can open one up quickly from Google Classroom. That's something that's really big and helpful for our teachers. These two have done an excellent job in working to keep up with the needs of education. I was going to say, we even use them for conferences this year. Perfect. Yes, we used Zoom. And what is, is that what you guys said? Yeah. Yes. And I, I thought that was, it worked really well. Um, the next one I have is Poll Everywhere, and that is polleverywhere.com. And really, that's a great engagement tool to get quick feedback from your classroom. There are probably 15 to 20 different ways that you can do that, whether it's a multiple choice question, you can make a word cloud, it could be a voting thing, it could be a ranking thing. There's lots of different options, but Poll Everywhere is a really nice tool to get quick formative feedback. And I'll throw in Poll Everywhere for something, again, such as professional development, or if you're wrapping up a, even a quick, simple training session with educators, it's a great way to gauge their understanding, just like teachers would in the classroom. Use Poll Everywhere for that. It's, it's a really great, quick feedback tool. The next one, the yoteachapp.com, this one has come into play as a great back channel option when your students are are perhaps having, you know, there's a discussion going on and you've got some listening, you need that silent back channel. You've got maybe uh, a recording or a video that you're showing and you want students at the same time to be having a silent conversation that yoteachapp.com works well. Many of us are maybe familiar with today's Meet. Yoteachapp would, would be much like that and is a really great communication tool for technology. I was going to say, we haven't been out of the classroom all that long in the grand scheme of things, but we used to use today's yeah. Meet, and now this is like the updated version of it, I guess. I like that you can draw in it, and there's also an equation piece in there. You can also upload photos. So many, they've just found ways to, again, since we used it, say in the classroom, they've found ways to make it more and more applicable and more engaging for students. Oh, and Pear Deck, that's another great one that students can hop right on. And while you're teaching or students are presenting or you're, you want them to be silently thinking through some critical thinking questions, they can be putting their thoughts right up there on Pear Deck. It's interactive live tool. At the same time, it looks more like a slideshow. So you can be going through it and teaching and talking through things. I really like Pear Deck. I've seen it, seen it used in great ways. Our district, and actually, I think every district in Iowa has um, this paid subscription through the state mm -hmm. this year, and, and I heard next year as well. Well, we didn't um, hear next year yet. That's exciting. And I like that it has like the teacher-paced module or a student-paced module, so students can do it on their own 
if you assigned it, you know, separately from class. That one has been really fun too, to start seeing, and YoTeachApp can be included in, included in this too, that student interaction piece and that we need to meet our kids where they are and that those type of responses, you know, online responses are what they're really comfortable with because that's how they do their networking. That's how they do a lot of their socializing. And so if you want a comfortable conversation amongst them, then a lot of times something like Pear Deck or YoTeachApp is where they are more comfortable. Uh, my next one is Google Drawing. And that is one of the tools from the G Suite that I have always been kind of afraid of because I wasn't sure how I would use this. But uh, recently I had a teacher come to me and wanted to do a kind of an interactive piece. And we uh, came up with Google Drawing. We took an image, uploaded it to Google Drawing and then inserted different shapes. And then on the shape inserted links to videos or articles or other things that we wanted to link in there. So that was a really good way to use Google Drawing. I like how you pointed out and said, Google Drawing isn't something you'd used a ton before. And I, I was the same. So it was fun to hear about how you found a way to use it like that. It sounds awesome. Really engaging. The, and I love how this teacher wanted to have it presented in a different way other than a slides presentation that mm -hmm. I think is kind of their go-to tool. Absolutely. And those go-to tools are great to have. But at the same time, when you can mix it up, students notice and, and that little bit of a tweak can sure make a, make a difference. The next one I want to talk about is Edpuzzle. I've been a fan of Edpuzzle for a long time time. I don't even remember the first time I was using it, except for that I was in the classroom using Edpuzzle as a way to share videos with students, but then stop and have them answer questions. I know that Edpuzzle has been especially popular throughout this past year because, again, teachers can control how students watch some media and at what point in time that media stops and asks them questions. And then the students answer them before the media continues on. So that's really nice. That Edpuzzle can, you can, you can upload things into Edpuzzle. You could I mean, make a video of yourself and upload it in there, have a guest speaker do that. You could use something off of YouTube. So that's been a great tool to have for a long time, especially this year. Okay, that's a perfect app smash right there. So you oh, could do a yeah. screencastify video of yourself, upload it to Edpuzzle and do an app smash. That is when you combine two tech tools and make something awesome. Awesome, yes, that's a great one. That kind of leads into the, the last one that I have is Google Slides, which could be an app smash for a number of different things. Um, and Cindy will talk about that in just a second. But Google Slides, I use all the time. One feature I just wanted to point out was the page setup on Google Slides because you can adjust the page to whatever size you want. So I have little picture frames that I use for professional development or signs that I will put out for teachers. And so I can make it like a four by six size and print them off that way. Or I also have a teacher who teaches creative writing and she does a creative writing book of all of the writing from the year. And so we actually make it an eight and a half by 11 size Google slide and then put all of their work in there and have it printed and bound for them uh, for graduation. I did not realize that it was Google Slides that was used for that. Mm -hmm. That's really, that's really neat to hear. And so I'll finish up 
I'm pretty quick by mentioning Jamboard is one that I've seen our teachers try out for the first time this year and really like. That says a lot to me that they've been able to jump on, try it out this year, and they've really enjoyed how students can can learn from it, how they can interact on it. That that one is my last positive one I'll mention tonight is Jamboard. Tons of great tech tools are really just standard ones that you we know and love, and we know that they're good for students for engagement, for interactivity, to get formative feedback. So lots of good stuff. Absolutely. And I look at this list and I really like that we have a variety of some new ones. For example, Jamboard is not one I was familiar with before this year or something such as Yo Teach app, a new version or Pear Deck has really just caught fire this year and at the same along with the ones the the tried and true ones that have been around for years but this year with COVID and the need to reach more students with technology in completely different ways the need for that has made us use tech tools differently I think our tech companies have have been amazing with finding ways to tweak their products and make sure that they can help us and meet our needs. Again, I look at something like Edpuzzle, we can do way more with it. Screencastify has been around a long time, but our teachers have found out how user-friendly it is. Zoom and Google Meet just keep updating themselves to meet our needs. And that's like and, Flipgrid too, has been updating like crazy. It seems like all the time and it's so cool to see the different updates that they have. Absolutely. Just another example of how going through, I mean, educators through this time, we're just finding ways to get better and better and make sure we reach kids. That's what really, again, these tech tools, that's what this is about. That is, that's definitely, definitely what it's about. Find, find something that you heard us talk about today. Give it a try. Challenge yourself. Challenge yourself in front of kids. Don't be afraid to fail and tell them you're trying something new because your hope is to engage them in the learning. Thanks for listening tonight, everybody. And we'll talk to you next time. I think that's the one good nugget. <laughs> awesome.